I think the most prominent difference between the guest house and other housings is that usually you have, I don't know, one or up to five flatmates, but here you have like 30 flatmates. And I just, you know, opened the door of my eight square meters rooms and I was like, yeah, this is the, this is my home, you know, this is where I live. I've talked to so many students that are so isolated and in a guest house that that just doesn't happen. You are listening to the Student Life Podcast. I am Katinka van Kan, a student life coach, and in this podcast I discuss different topics and challenges around life as a student. And I do this with students, teachers, and other professionals. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Student Life Podcast. This Student Life Podcast, we will talk about life in a guest house. What is a guest house? What is it like to live there? And is it better than living in an apartment? With me today to talk about life in a guest house is Stepan. Welcome, Stepan. And before we go into our conversation, what should we know about you? So, hello. Thanks for inviting me. I'm Stepan. I come from Czech Republic, from Prague. I'm 24 years old and I'm in the first year of research master in cognitive neuroscience. Oh, that sounds really cool. And you live in a guest house. And I live in the guest house, that's true. Yeah. So we're going to talk ab- about that today, what that is like, the life in a guest house. Why do you think that this is an interesting topic to talk about? I think it might be interesting for prospective students that somehow come across this podcast and are not in Maastricht yet, so they know about alternative possibilities regarding housing, as well as for people who's living here already, and for international students as well as uh, local students. Let's get them all informed so that they can know what they choose uh, choose for when they move here or somewhere else. So first things first, what is a guest house? Let's start there. What what is it and what does it look like? So the guest house is a student housing that's sometimes is solely for uh, exchange and ma- uh, Erasmus students, but not in all cases. And my case is the one of the examples that even uh, long-term students are living there. And it depends like from which company it is. Uh, so my, I will talk about the one I'm living in. It's from uh, Maastricht Housing in uh, Anadal Complex. So there are more buildings in this complex. And there are also more kinds. But uh, the one I'm living in, I think it's a very nice example of how those guest houses look like. And basically, I think the most prominent difference between the guest house and other types of housings is that usually you have, I don't know, one or up to five flatmates, but here you have like 30 flatmates. So the, the 30 people who are living on the same floor and you share the same kitchen and bathroom. All right, that's a lot of people to share a kitchen and bathroom with. So. It kind of sounds like a campus. Is it the same concept as a campus, but then not connected to a university? I would say so. Like Maybe not in all cases, because there are some guest houses around Maastricht that are kind of is isolated from, from uh, other student complexes. But this one, particularly, I would consider that as a kind of small student village, I would yeah. say. So, yeah, so it's full of students, full of bikes. Fridays and Saturdays are quite louder because people are partying or just like, you know, gathering together or meeting each other. So I would say it's something like that. Yeah, sounds fun. So the 30 people that you talked about that you shared a floor with, is that the whole guest house or is that part of the complete guest house? So in my building, we have four floors. 
and I'm living in the second floor and those 30 people uh, are the people that are in the same floor. All so right, okay. every floor has its own kitchen and showers. So it's kind of independent unit. And we are also considered as one household, like one floor is one household. Right. Yeah. Cool. So there's a lot, a lot of students there. And that's one building. Are there more buildings in your guest house or is that one building the guest house? So as I've mentioned before, I'm living in the Anadal complex. And this is this consists of, I think, four uh, guest houses. So it's All it's right. kind of uh, more buildings at one place. And I'm living in one of them. And uh, each building has more floors. Uh, so there's easily this. like 500 students there in a uh, complete it, complex. Yeah, I would say, I would think so. That maybe it could even be more. I don't really know actually the, the count. Sounds very exciting and sounds like a good Saturday night as well. So how did you end up in a guest house? Because you, you moved here this year, right? Last September maybe? Yeah, this September. Yeah. So how did you end up in a guest house instead of an apartment or a student room or maybe a campus? Any other option? Yeah, I think me and also maybe most of uh, students there, we had uh, kind of a similar fate that we were first trying to find a shared apartment or normal flat with other students but then we realized how challenging it is and September and the the start of the academic year was getting closer and closer and we were uh, we have realized that maybe we should look for something else and then I've come across this guest house and it wasn't really my initial plan to live in a dormitory type of uh, building but then I kind of reevaluated and, and I realized it could be a great opportunity to try something new and I just booked it for uh, first three months and I, I thought that maybe I would just you know it would be just temporal solution and meanwhile I would be uh, searching for something else but then only after a week there I uh, just realized I really like it and uh, I've extended my contract until the end of the year. Okay, so it was a good guess to, to live there. It sounds it sounds amazing. And I do think that's a big problem that we have here in Maastricht, but also other big cities like Amsterdam or Rotterdam, you know, cities that have a lot of universities in there. Student housing is a problem. Finding a place to live is a problem. I mean, I am from Maastricht. I was born and raised here. I stayed here when I was studying because uh, where I was studying was close enough with the train. So I stayed in Maastricht. And I've always been able to find a room or you know, after a year, upgrade to a bigger one. But if you don't have the connections, you know, like a friend that has a dad who knows an uncle who maybe, you know, owns a building or stuff like that, it's really hard to find, an well, not even talking about an apartment, ju but just a room here. Do you see that as well now that you're here? Have you ever looked around to see if there is an other student room or was the guest house just so good after that week that you figured this is it? Yeah, so since I've moved here and I, I fully realized that I want to, uh, at least for the first year, I want to live there, then I just stopped searching and I turned off or mute, muted the notifications from uh, all of the Facebook groups. But I agree, it was it was really challenging for, pe for people who were just coming here and didn't have any connections and could re only rely on these Facebook groups or maybe some ad yeah. agencies, but also these agencies, they uh, usually, there are some hefty fees along with that, so. Yeah, they're not really friendly, especially, I think, towards international students. Yeah. Because so they know that you do not know what's going on here, right? 
yeah i i felt like that that i could either search more and uh, spend more time with that or just be ripped off and i didn't really want to just pick the easiest solution i just wanted to uh, you know spend some time with searching and just take time to to pick and i've already done two erasmus before so i had some experience and i know that to find housing in student cities or bigger cities it's it's a challenge but here actually i spent two three months just searching and browsing and replying to tens of uh, advertisements but the most challenging thing on that is that you either don't get a reply at all or you just get a reply that it's already gone and it's already late and even though i was just replying very quickly and sometimes it was just a matter of seconds that uh, some people were faster than me then I was unfortunate in that case, but maybe now I see it as a as a luck that I just had this other option to to explore, and I'm really glad for that. Yeah, awesome. So, what would you say for a student that is moving to another country like you did? What would you say is the biggest challenge if you kind of blindly are looking for a place to live? So. At first, I think it's good to be in some groups on Facebook or just to check maybe what's the average price and uh, just to think like a local. This is my attitude always, just to not you know pick the maybe nicest option or uh, just the one that has the most beautiful advertisement. But first check what's the average price and then find some find some groups where not only international students are but also locals ones so yeah. that that it's kind of sign that it's it's probably okay because local local students are more informed so that's what i do always and then also when it's really easy then it's kind of suspicious yeah. <laughs> there are also many scammers but i already know that from my previous times when i was looking for housing during my erasmus studies that there are some some people that just want to rip off uh, desperate students so i wasn't really surprised but i think maybe for some people that it's a new experience they could just you know be already stressed about that and they see it as an opportunity to solve their problem yeah. so that's a kind of caveat that one has to take into account Yeah, unfortunately, we see it happening uh, a lot here in Maastricht. We have the Facebook group, Sharing is Caring Maastricht. It's also where we found each other. Groups like that, I think, are very good to just reach out, like what's happening over there, any any tips, where should I not go? I think that's a very important question. Luckily, the biggest scammer in town we got rid of last year. So I think that was a big relief for the, for students because it's not just that, right? It's not just starting to rent a place, but also afterwards, like if you live there, what's your landlord like? Or this company where you rent it from, will they give back your deposit? Stuff like that you also have to take into account. So what are the different ways of living in a guest house? Because you already told me you live on one floor where you all share the bathroom and a kitchen. But there's different ways that you can live in a guest house, right? Yeah, of course. So there are more companies. I know, I think the Maastricht housing and maybe Xior is one of those biggest ones. So it always depends on the, on the building, on the company. But... At least in my complex, it differs usually from the size of your room and the size of the common spaces. And with that, the price varies. So I'm living in in the cheapest one, actually. So for 370 euros per month. And I have eight square meters room. And It's pretty tiny. It, it was, actually. I, I mean, I knew it beforehand and I saw pictures, of course. But then 
when I opened the door of the room for the first time, I just remember that I was <laughs> I was I was kind of surprised, even though I was I knew that what is coming. But still, when you first see it in person, it's a different <laughs> different impression. And I really thought that it could it would be maybe bigger, but uh, it was not. Uh, but, then, <laughs> but then, but uh, then now I'm I'm just living there and. I don't see it as a problem at all. So do you have a bed and a closet and a desk? Does that fit in those eight square meters? Yes, and plus there is a sink in the room, so okay, yeah. so you don't have to you don't have to always go to to the common uh, bathroom, which is nice. And uh, then we had the kitchen, and it sounds ridiculous that it's for thirty people uh, on the floor, but the kitchen is quite big, and the table is quite big, and It's also a place where we hang out uh, during the weekends or just after the dinner. And it's kind of community place, I would say, on our floor when mm -hmm. we meet and talk and spend most of the time when we are not in our rooms. Yeah, because that's space that you can take away from your room. Of course, eight square meters, it's super tiny. But if you only have to study there and sleep there and you do like your socializing in a different space if you have that kitchen where you can you still have a table that's also space you live in right yeah, so yeah i think that's exactly. very different if you have an apartment and that's that eight square meters is where you have to do everything it's too small if you have a big kitchen and obviously a big bathroom as well that sounds okay yeah it is and uh what i like on it is that you have your own privacy because mostly i think it Most of the guest house, I think it depends, but usually it's like you have your a single room and you're there uh, by yourself. So you have your privacy, you can be there alone. You don't have to socialize at all. But then when you realize you maybe would like to talk to someone, then you can just do a few steps to the kitchen. And because of the large number of students living there, you always bump into someone and you can have a, a small talk or just a conversation. And then you feel like, yeah, I'm among more people like me and this is what i think it's very very good that you can have both of the, uh, the the things but also i know there are some guest houses that are that have bigger rooms but also there are two students in in, in that room okay so that's more like a shared apartment it's i would say yeah it is but also like they have the common rooms as well i think i'm not sure because i haven't experienced that and Most of the buildings, all master housing buildings in our, our complex, consists of these single rooms. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know actually. Yeah, so th I think there's also guest houses where you have your own room with a bathroom, maybe even with a small like kitchenette or something, and then you have common space to study or where there's dinner or, or activities or stuff like that downstairs it's also a different type of how you can live in a guest house i think i've heard of i've never been in a guest house actually yeah actually <laughs> i i know one of those my friend was living there one year ago so that's also a different type but i would say that uh, it's still a bit different but because when you when you have everything in your room then you don't have such need to go out of your room yeah. and i think the the biggest difference in The building where I live is that your room is not, I would say, 100% sufficient. So you have to go outside. And I feel that it might be good to just, you know, go out of your room sometimes and Absolutely. and to maybe see the outside world, especially now during a pandemic. So yeah, I was just about to go into that because this sounds also very nice in this time where we are not allowed to go out a lot of the times. There's no activities, uh, all the horeca restaurants, bars, everything is closed. So you still have 30 people there to 
talk to because I think we get very isolated, we get very lonely. We don't have to go into that, that's just a, a fact now. So how was that living in a guest house in this pandemic and in the lockdowns and everything that happened in the past few months? Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because I haven't really noticed any difference, so to speak, because since the beginning I was mostly hanging out with uh, people within the same floor and also uh, given the study load I have, uh, I didn't really have much time to meet many people outside yeah. and so it was both like for me it was very advantageous and also the easiest option to just hang out with the people from the same floor because there are no restrictions to hang out in the kitchen you know and we are all from the same household and we can still yeah, exactly. be together and there there are no restrictions to go for a walk uh, together or just wherever because we are still from the same household and for me uh, there wasn't a really big difference but i can imagine that for people that were living in studios or just uh, apartments with one or two people that it could be something different yeah definitely so what if you get a virus let's say corona in a guest house how does that go because that happened to you right yeah it happened to me uh, that's true that was a kind of very unpleasant situation and as I mentioned, that it's an uh, advantage that we are all from same household, so we don't have to we don't have to you know make pairs or like you know just like four people that hang out together. Yeah. But on the other hand, also when one of us gets infected, then the whole floor needs to go to quarantine. Oh my god! <laughs> and this is the drawback of that, and uh, that actually happened, and I didn't expect that I would be the first one who will bring the virus to, to the guest house. Yeah, I was wondering, what, was it you? <laughs> I, I'm not sure if it was me, but uh, I, definitely I was the one who got tested and uh, was positive. So yeah. maybe there were some other uh, sneaky people, <laughs> but they didn't get tested. But it uh, doesn't matter. I think it's it just happens. And when you have uh, that number of people living in the same place, then it's uh, very likely that at some point it uh, it happens. And I wasn't really aware of the procedures of guest house. I thought that they, they aren't any or they just don't really have any official regulations or procedures. But then I just went through the whole process. And after I informed all people on the floor, which is actually maybe the worst thing, when you uh, when you, you get informed yeah you have to tell all of them yeah and you have the whatsapp group where 30 people are and you just inform them that from now on they have to stay in the whole in the floor for 10 days and uh, it's just yeah because you get tested positive so yeah. it's a different than when you just tell for two two people or two three people yeah. and then i had to move to another building so as I said, there is a complex of buildings. So I, I moved to a different building and there was a floor which is designated for uh, such cases uh, when, when students get positive. So they are isolated and they have their own own uh, room with kitchenette and their private bathroom and uh, shower. So actually, from that perspective, I get an upgrade. Yeah, from, from it so sounds like a great upgrade. <laughs> so I get an upgrade from the guest house uh, in terms of the living space and equipment. And actually, I've checked the price of, uh, of uh, that room on the Ma Maastricht housing. And I think it was something around 600 euros per month, which is somewhat 200 euros more. But then you realize that having a bigger room or just having better equipment uh, doesn't really equal to have uh, your happier day-to-day -day life. And mm. the social aspect of that was worse that, you know, that you 
haven't really see any people and also they did shopping for me so the guest house did shopping for me so it's it was kind of nice they treated me really nice but the fact that i was isolated that i was in a building of people i didn't know and actually i haven't met anyone there even on the corridor so this was the worst thing of that for me so not the physical symptoms i had because i would consider them as mild i was actually surprised that i uh, that i got positive because i i thought that yeah i'm maybe a bit tired and exhausted from the exams and it's yeah, exactly. stress. it's a tricky thing right about this specific virus yeah all right so nice that you got an upgrade not so nice that you had a corona and also not so nice that you got isolated so rather have that eight square meters with a social life people to connect to people to study with cook with it sounds uh, sounds a lot better yeah then i realized that it doesn't really matter whether you have uh, more spacious place to live or you have eight square meters room but i was really looking forward to move back and then when my quarantine's finished then you know i just packed my backpack and i was really you know just like going back uh, back home yeah (laughs) but yeah yeah. and i just you know opened the door of my eight square meters rooms and i was like yeah this is the this is my home you know this is where i live and i really missed it that's good man it's really good you have a place like that all right so I th- I, di- I do think if I hear this that the guest house handled that really nicely the whole situation so everything is there even if something like a pandemic happens they have a solution for that they do your groceries I mean obviously it's not nice for you to be isolated but it sounds very very homey you know you're very well taken care of especially for uh, for what you pay so what would you tell students that are not here yet, but maybe moving here and are also looking for a place to live? Would you recommend a guest house? Would you recommend anything else? What would you tell them? Of course, I would recommend them the guest house because uh, I I'm, figured, yeah. I'm very <laughs> happy there. And uh, I always I always uh, recommend to anyone. And I think I'm already quite well known for like recommending and doing the advertisement for free. So uh, Maybe you should send them a bill. Yeah, or ask for that upgrade, but then in a social way. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it, w- it was good to mention in the beginning that I'm not paid by any company. Yeah, uh, let's get that so out, of the, out of the way. <laughs> no advertisement here in this podcast. But uh, if Maastricht Housing hear that, then uh, I'm not uh, against the sponsorship or something. But yeah, uh, you can send them through to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I would recommend them to first, like, don't panic to try to find it in advance. Try it first to join these Facebook groups and reply to to like tens of advertisements maybe and be patient. Also be aware of scammers. And if this doesn't really work, then I think Mastery Housing or also Camernet, which I've signed up, yeah. is quite useful useful site. And there is only like one time uh, commission fee which you pay but then then everything gets transparent and you only pay the rent and this is already all inclusive so don't panic because then you could be ripped off ripped off and i know some cases of students that they were just stressed about that they won't find anything but even though they had still some time and then you know they got something which was easy way but then they spent hours or days you know just like figuring out like how to get rid of the contract or, yeah. you know, just like how to get the deposit back and yeah, stuff shame. like this. It happens so often. So a guest house is a good option. Do you think that guest houses are well known enough? Because there's a few in Maastricht. I think that first time I heard about 
a guest house existing was probably like three years ago when I met somebody that was living in a guest house and I never really knew as a local, also as a student, that that was a thing here. Do you think it's known enough that guest housing is an option, living in a guest house is an option? I'm not sure because as I told you, like I spend the most time in the guest house and with people from the guest yeah. house. So I feel like, yeah, like everybody, everybody knows, knows the guest yeah. house. <laughs> but, and also like among my classmates, I'm always promoting that. So they already know about it as well. And I don't really meet at the moment any other people. So I don't, re I don't really know. I'm not sure. And I think the, the name guest house, I think it's quite well known. So people imagine that there is a kind of dormitory stuff yeah and so they they may be aware of that but they maybe just don't know the details and they think maybe yeah if i move there i would have really a small room i won't have any privacy it's just the last resort but this is just maybe just the superficial view and the disadvantages are quite prominent but then the advantages are maybe especially in this uh, period of time of pandemics they outweigh the disadvantages. Yeah, absolutely. So you would definitely recommend, I don't have to ask you again. For <laughs> sure. You make it sound very, very awesome. And I do think that this is a good solution for student housing as well. And in these times for students to have an easy social life. Because I've talked to so many students that are so isolated and in a guest house that, that just doesn't happen. There's always somebody to connect to. Or the guest house itself, the, you know, the company around it, take care of you like they did with you uh, when you unfortunately caught that virus all right i hope that the people that listened to this episode to this uh, to this episode of the podcast got informed a bit any last words anything that you want to share about life in the guest house or your student life in general i would just uh, say good luck to those who are in in search of any student housing and maybe for those who, who are moving to somewhere else or just finding something else and uh, when you're looking for another place to live maybe consider guest house as well. Yeah, I'll put some uh, some links in the description for students that are listening and thinking about moving to Maastricht or if you have to move to Maastricht from your guest house and all the, all the things that you mentioned in this podcast, we have all the information there. And to everybody out there that's moving abroad to study, good luck and be careful with what you, what you rent and what you sign up for, but a guest house is definitely a good option. Thank you, Stepan, for, uh, for informing us and sharing your story about living in a guest house. And uh, I will speak to you soon. Thanks for inviting me. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Student Life Podcast. Do you know another topic that you feel needs to be discussed? Or is there maybe a challenge in your student life you would like to talk about? Well, don't wait any longer and get in touch with me. You can send an email to info at vankancoaching.com or find Student Life Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. And maybe I will talk to you in the next episode of the Student Life Podcast.